the holiday season, a time of faith, a time for family, a time to reflect on all that God has provided for us. The holidays should be sacred times for a believer. It is an opportunity to draw nearer to God. The holidays also provide opportunities to share the gospel with family and friends. Today, Scott speaks to us on how to turn holidays to holy days. Though it is the most wonderful time of the year, it is also quite possibly the busiest time of the year. Don't let the hustle and bustle of the holidays cause you to lose focus on the Lord, who is the giver of all good things. The word holiday conjures up a variety of meanings and memories for all of us. In Europe, the word holiday is used for the common American term vacation. Uh, Here in the United States, the word is usually connected with family and with food. So when I think holidays, I'm not sure about you, I think about getting together with people that I love and uh, enjoying time together, usually around a meal. And uh, as a general rule, holidays are connected to the uh, commemoration of something, the celebration of something. And I really believe this, for a Christian, Every celebration should be a time of dedication. In other words, for a believer, all ground is holy ground, and uh, every day is a day to honor God. It's interesting that the word holiday actually comes from the root word for holy day. If you look at the word and break it down, that's the root meaning of it. And I must uh, confess to you that most holiday celebrations that I see are anything but holy. In fact, The very word holiday has almost become so secularized that we almost think of it as a non-Christian term. But if you're a child of God, every day is a day God gave you. This is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And so for a few moments, I want to talk to you about how to take a holiday and turn it into a holy day. Literally, how to take these celebrations and special times and make them sacred occasions Uh, special and spiritual times for you and your family. Now, through the centuries, uh, certain days have been set aside by believers to reflect on the goodness of God. For example, Old Testament believers kept the Sabbath. Uh, New Testament Christians celebrate the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ on the first day of the week on Sunday. Uh, Ancient Israel, and even today the nation of Israel, observes a number of feasts and holy days to commemorate what Jehovah God has done for them. I want to draw your attention today to a wonderful passage that I think gives us a tremendous example of how a a day of celebration and commemoration can be a day of consecration. It's found in Nehemiah chapter number 8, and it is the, the setting of Nehemiah and Ezra, specifically the scribe, leading God's people in a time of holy dedication. It's the Feast of the Tabernacles. And I love this. The very first thing Ezra does, he stands up, verse number five, and he opens the word of God. Could I suggest to you, uh, if you want to turn a holiday into a holy day, open the word. Let God speak. Don't do all of the talking. You see, the secret in, in making a holiday holy is realizing that it's more than mere religious routine. It's more than just going through the motions of something. It is getting to the substance of this. What does God want to say to us? Let's read just a little bit today in Nehemiah chapter 8. Beginning in verse number 5, it says, And Ezra opened the book in the sight of all the people, for he was above all the people. And when he stood, and when he opened it, all the people stood up. 
And Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, and all the people answered, Amen, Amen, with lifting up their hands, and they bowed their heads and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. So let's begin here. You want to make these holidays, holy days, number one, spend time in true worship. And notice the connection between the Word of God and the worship of God. These people were giving attention to the Scriptures. I'm convinced that the great purpose of the Word of God is always to lead us to the worship of God. As God speaks, we respond to God's revelation. So if you want to make a holiday, a holy time, gather your family. Open the Word of God. Uh, Take the time to read together the Scriptures. Find some portion of Scripture that's appropriate for the particular holiday you're celebrating and uh, give some time with your family uh, of attention to that. Remember, 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse number 5 says that everything is sanctified by the Word of God and prayer. So, the word and worship, always a good place to start. Let's keep reading. Verse number 8 says, So they read in the book and the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. And Nehemiah, which is the Tershatha, or the governor, and Ezra the priest, the scribe, and the Levites that taught the people, said unto all the people, This day is holy unto the Lord your God. Mourn not nor weep, for all the people wept when they heard the words of the law. This is very interesting, but the first response of the people to God's truth was sorrow. And let me tell you why. They were sorry for their sin. Now, the Lord in his mercy is going to say to them, put away your tears, and I've forgiven you. Rejoice now in that. But there is a great application here to us. If you want a holy day, you need a holy heart. And so if you want the holidays to be spiritual times, holy times, Not only should you spend the time in the word and worship, but you should confess and forsake every sin. See, our greatest responsibility is always to keep our own hearts right with the Lord. And I'm just going to tell you, sin will disrupt the most beautiful holiday celebrations. Look, sin darkens the brightest days, and the Lord lightens the darkest days. It's just the way it works. And Satan loves to sneak in at at such times. And the flesh loves to rear its ugly head at certain times. Guard against the sins of the flesh. Guard against the sins of the Spirit because there can be no holy day without holy people. So, number one, the word and worship. Number two, confess and forsake sin. Number three, meditate on the goodness of God. This is where he turns their attention away from themselves and to the Lord. This is where he says to them, no, no, stop stop your weeping and instead think on the goodness of God. Listen to verse 10. Then he said unto them, go your way, eat the fat and drink the sweet and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be ye sorry, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. They're actually commanded to eat the fat and drink the sweet. I like that. Maybe you want to take that as your new life verse. But uh, this is counsel that most of us cannot fully understand. Do you know what they're doing here? God is calling them to turn from their mourning and begin rejoicing. Charles Spurgeon said, Great thoughts of sin will drive you to despair, but great thoughts of Christ will pilot you into the haven of peace. Make much of God's grace. Speak tenderly about Jesus. His holy presence makes the holidays what they were always meant to be. Never forget this. God inhabits the praises of his people. So, the word in worship, confessing and forsaking sin, meditating on and speaking of the goodness of God, 
And then, number four, enjoying the Lord's blessings with a grateful heart. That's what they were commanded to do. You see, the truth is God has provided for us and desires for us to acknowledge his provision. Every good and every perfect gift comes down from above. Every holiday, in a sense, should be Thanksgiving Day because it turns us to gratitude. And the one more, number five, give to those in need. Did you notice that he said send portions to them for whom nothing is prepared? Immediately after the people are told to enjoy the supply, they're instructed to share it with others. I love this. If you truly want to have a holy day, seek out those to whom the Lord would have you minister. Holidays are not just for a break, for our ease. They're days to give and they're days to bless others. This passage concludes with these words in verse 10. Neither be ye sorry, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. I want to challenge you today to choose to rejoice in the Lord this holiday and every holiday. Seek to make this time of year a holy time. And watch this. If you will make it a holy time, the Lord will make it a happy time. Build traditions with your family and use those traditions to emphasize truth that lasts long after the holiday is over. Let every celebration be distinct in this. Our holidays are holy days. On behalf of the entire team at Enjoying the Journey, we wish you and your family a blessed Thanksgiving and Christmas season. This ministry would not be possible without the prayers, encouragement, and support from all of you. As you turn your attention Godward this season, be sure to visit our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, for Thanksgiving and Christmas Bible studies, podcast episodes, and blogs. We hope you will enjoy the journey even during this holiday season.